TED Audio Collective. You're listening to TED Talks Daily. I'm Elise Hugh. Today's talk has that revelatory feeling of when you find something you've been looking for was right under your nose all along. In his 2021 Countdown talk, animal activist Hermias Cabrea introduces us to a novel, affordable, sustainable solution to bring down the harmful methane gases contributing to climate change. Support comes from Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial, when the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Capital One Bank. With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One NA, member FDIC. So pasture is the single largest type of land on the surface of the earth today, thanks to our taste for meat and dairy. Just over a quarter of all land is used for livestock. That's more than forests or farm fields, or anything else. Most of that land is best for ruminants, such as cows, that can digest high-fiber feed, such as grass and straw. However, the process by which grass and fiber is broken up in the stomachs of cows and other grazing ruminants has a byproduct, methane, a potent greenhouse gas. Despite what you might have heard about methane and cows, most of the methane is actually burped out, not to the back end. <laughs> and that represents about 2 billion tons of carbon dioxide equivalent per year, or more than 4% of our annual global greenhouse gas emissions. We have a methane problem from cows. So how can you reduce these methane burps? My colleagues and I, may have found a solution. Seaweed. Let me explain. A couple of years ago, an article was published by Rob Kinley and, and colleagues that showed almost complete elimination of methane when seaweed was added to chopped grass in the lab. Great. But as an agricultural researcher, I, I know lots of additives work well in the lab, but not in real animals. But there was something different about seaweed in the way in which it reduced methane. So we thought we should test this in live animals. In collaboration with John Salwin, an entrepreneur, and colleagues from James Cook University and CSIRO, we decided to conduct a small experiment to determine the amount of seaweed we might need to use. This was the first ever experiment in dairy cattle, and we had no idea how much to, to give them. So, we started with about 60 grams per day, going up to 250 grams. Mind you, this was mixed in with 25 kilograms of their feed. One of the graduate students I work with, Brianna Rock, trapped 
their methane uh, burps. <laughs> In that first experiment, the emissions were reduced by up to 67 percent. And I thought at first the equipment must have malfunctioned, but it was real. But we were left with more questions than answers. Would the microbes in the gut get used to it and start producing methane over time? Would the seaweed be stable over a long period of time in storage? Would the taste be affected and the cows turn up their noses? <laughs> Or would the seaweed affect the cows? Uh, health or milk production. So we teamed up again to conduct another trial. Over a five-month period, we saw the seaweed that was harvested three years prior reduce emissions by over 80 percent. Our colleagues in Australia they saw up to 98 percent reduction. In a similar trial, that kind of reduction is simply staggering. As you increase the amount of seaweed, you see a reduction in methane emissions. We have also seen an improvement in bulking up of the beef cattle with no adverse health effects. So it's a win for the environment. It's a win for the farmers and consumers. A panel of 112 people. Got to taste steak made from steers offered seaweed and control, and they did not detect any difference. We also did a uh, nutritional quality of the meat, and we found no difference between animals that were offered seaweed and the control. So how does it work? Some seaweeds contain ingredients that directly inhibit microbes in the cow's gut from forming methane. Without interfering with food digestion, the amount of methane produced is dependent on how much the animal is eating and what is in the diet. And as such, previous efforts to reduce methane emissions focused on changing the diet or improving forage quality. And we do have potential solutions other than seaweed to reduce methane emissions. Molecular additives to feed, such as 3NOP, reduce emissions by About 30 percent, even garlic and citrus extract can reduce methane burps by over 20 percent without affecting animal health and productivity. Now you may ask, why not stop eating beef and drinking milk? <laughs> That would be a good question. <laughs> so adopting a plant-based diet with supplements. May help shrink a person's carbon footprint in high-income countries like the U.S., but you know a lot of people are not going to do that. And for the rest of the world, these foods are needed to provide key nutrients such as vitamin B12 and vitamin A, which are critical for brain function, for vision, and immunity. These are found almost exclusively. In beef and and milk, and countries that have lower consumption of methane are associated with higher incidence of stunting. I know this firsthand. Growing up in Eritrea, I loved milk and meat when we could get it, which wasn't often. 
Even as a kid, I always wondered how a cow eating just grass produces nutritious milk I love to drink. And that wonder pushed me into a career to understand and improve livestock production so that people in low-income countries do not suffer with stunting and other nutrient deficiency diseases. So what now? We know seaweed can work, but the cultivation of the specific seaweed has been a barrier. It's not so easy to farm Asparagus cystaxiformis, but there are a number of efforts going on at the moment to scale up production. Blue Ocean Barns is growing seaweed in Hawaii already, and they estimate that there will be enough production to feed all cattle in the U.S. by 2030. All we need now is for governments to step up and facilitate the use of these methane-busting feed additives. Cattle industries in some countries have already committed to climate neutrality by 2050. But if you can get these feed additive innovations into cow stomachs earlier, we can cut methane burps significantly. Given that methane only lasts in the atmosphere for a decade or so, we could even slow global warming in the short term. Yes, we have a methane problem from cows, but we may have seaweed and other solutions for these methane burps, helping us provide meat and dairy while maintaining a safe climate. Thank you. TED Talks Daily is hosted by me, Elise Hugh, and produced by TED. Theme music is from Allison Layton Brown, and our mixer is Christopher Fazy Bogan. We record the talks at TED events we host or from TEDx events, which are organized independently by volunteers all over the world. And we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or email us at podcasts at TED.com. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software or just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switched to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash TED Talks. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash TED Talks. Odoo, modern management made simple.